0: Welcome to the Realtors Land Institute podcast, The Voices of Land, the industry's leading land real estate organization. Hello,
1: this is Justin Osborne, accredited land consultant with the Wells Group Real Estate Brokerage in Colorado and New Mexico. Today's podcast guest is going to be Kevin May, president of LandHub.com. After 16 years of working in commercial real estate due diligence, Kevin purchased a struggling website and rebranded it landhub.com as a portal to connect land buyers and sellers. In 2018, landhub.com was named a top new land technology companies through RLI's Land Technology Accelerator Program. Kevin, thank you so much for being with us today.
0: Uh, Thanks for having me, Justin.
1: Kevin, I'd like to start off just by kind of hearing from you how agents can best market their properties on social media in today's digital space.
0: Sure. Yeah, that's really uh, been our niche, Justin, is we've embraced social media since the beginning. So we we market our properties, our clients' properties uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, We use LinkedIn if it's over a million dollars or a commercial property. And then we also do uh, YouTube.
1: And do you find that any of those are more successful than the others?
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, when we look at our Google Analytics, as far as where traffic's coming from, uh, Facebook is always at the top, uh, followed by Instagram. And then I would say uh, LinkedIn and Twitter are pretty close. But um, yeah, LinkedIn is really more for those larger, you know, over a million dollar ranches or commercial properties. Uh, whereas Facebook and Instagram are great for really any any property type.
1: Do you notice a certain type of property, whether it's um, you know pretty scenery or a certain amount of acreage, or is it more driven by price point? Does do any do any of them get more traffic than others? That you can see any type of pattern?
0: Yeah, definitely quality uh, photos, and I know we're going to talk about creating great content, and that's really the king. I mean, video video is king on Facebook. Everybody prefers video and and on Instagram as well. Um, you know people are much more attracted to a, a short video than they are to a photo. Uh, but you know anytime we've got a beautiful you know uh, landscape photo or a ranch you know with horses, uh, any any type of compelling content, we always have more likes, more comments, uh, more shares. So it really comes down to creating good content. And then you know, I, um, if you're doing ads or boosted posts, we can get into that as far as how to differentiate those. Uh, but really the, the first thing people are gonna see is that video or that, that quality photo that you post.
1: Well, let's go ahead and segue into content. You, know, you, you obviously just hit on the importance of video. Uh, what other kind of topics do the, the land agents need to be focusing on when it comes to content with their, with their marketing?
0: Well, I mean, there's a few different things. So first off, you know, writing writing original blog posts is one thing I encourage everybody to do. You know, we do a weekly uh, blog post called Sunday Land News, and yeah, it's not easy coming up with a, a new story every week, but that drives a lot of traffic to the website, and then we get to share that across all of our social media pages, so we get a lot of a lot of uh, traffic that way as well. So definitely write good content. Um, yeah, you know, when you're putting something out there on social media, definitely try to use video um, and and brand those videos, right? So, you know, if you're promoting a property, get a nice drone video if you can. And when you, when you post that video, a make sure it's not too long because you know, people's attention span isn't all that long, and make sure you're branding it, putting your logo on there. You know, end it with a slide with your contact info so they know who to contact if they want to take a look at that property. Um, and if you don't have videos, you know, a lot of our clients just put up photos and we create Facebook ads for them. We'll just create a slideshow from those photos. So it still you know looks like a video on Facebook, but it's actually just taking photos and, and forming them into a slideshow.
1: Gotcha. OK, well, talking about the length, um, I'm just curious if, you know, if you've got a thousand acre ranch, you could definitely put together a three or four or five minute video. Um, and if you've got, you know, only maybe... You know fifty acres border of national forest, maybe it's only thirty seconds. but have you found kind of that magic number in between where the videos that are a certain amount of minutes long or seconds long get more traffic than others?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, oh gosh, I, I'd have to google what the the number is because it's always changing, but it's generally under like fifteen seconds. Um, you know if you want just a quick little video that's gonna show up on somebody's Facebook timeline. Um, but yeah, we generally try to keep ours under a minute because you're right. If if you're showing a, a huge ranch, people are going to want to see more. Um, and you know, maybe you, you then link that to a, a larger, uh, or a longer YouTube video would be a good solution.
1: Okay. I, I got you now. So it's really more like a little teaser video. Here's a, here's a 10, 12 second clip to catch your attention. And then let's link that to our marketing video that we have on the whole ranch.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Okay, great. Um, let's talk a little bit about the, the Facebook ads and the, the, the potential there to boost those. I'm not real familiar with them. So tell me how kind of that works and the pricing behind it and the audience that it reaches, et cetera.
0: Sure. So yeah, as far as Facebook ads, so, I mean, anybody can boost a Facebook post. So there's, there's two different ways to advertise on Facebook. There's what's called a boosted post where when you, well, first off you need to have a Facebook business page. So you can't do it from your personal page so you definitely want to have a facebook business page super easy to set up you know if you can't figure it out give us a call we're we're happy to help Um, so when you're looking at your facebook business page you'll see all of your posts uh, and facebook will say yeah they're always going to give you the option to boost that post because they're 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 in this business to make money they want you to spend money on advertising so to boost the post is really simple. You just do it directly from the from your uh, post. You hit boost post. You choose your audience and your budget, and that's pretty much it. Uh, Facebook Ads is a little more detailed. Um, you know, you you can you can target it better. You have a lot more tracking capabilities, so it's a little more in depth. But as far as boosting, I mean, the way I like to look at it, you know, boosting a post is good. Uh, to get, you know, likes, comments, shares, and brand awareness. Whereas ads are better for website conversions, um, you know, getting people to take action. So, you know, when we're running ads, we're generally trying to get people to visit our website. So, Justin, if if we're running an ad for one of your ranches, you know, our goal is to get them to your listing on our website. And then they contact you from there. Um, and we're able to get real details as far as, you know, who who viewed that ad, who clicked on it, et cetera.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And then with the the email marketing campaigns that are out there, you know, these uh, can be extremely extravagant. I'm curious as to what your input is on those, if there's uh, a better time of the day or a better time of the week to send those out to get more clicks. Let's talk a little bit about the email
0: marketing. Yeah, that's a great question and no matter what you're doing on social media um, email marketing is always going to be more successful it just um well it's a it's, it's cheaper right it's it's you're you're not having to pay for any ads you're going directly to people's mailbox you can track who opens it you can track who clicks on um, you know links that you're promoting um yeah, we generally try to do ours yeah, we we have our Sunday land news, which is unique to us, but yeah, that's generally not the best time to send out um, a, a uh, email blast. We do it on Sundays because we know a lot of realtors are sitting open houses, so for our audience, it makes sense. But if you're trying to reach the end consumer, generally Tuesday and Wednesday mornings are the best. And yeah, you definitely want to have an email program like Mailchimp or you know, we use Infusionsoft. Uh, but you know, something that you can easily send out an email blast and track um, who's actually you know reading that and interacting with it.
1: And what would you say would be um, a successful ad uh, as far as a, an open rate? Maybe not so much a click rate diving into it, but just for consumers to open that email and take a look is is ten percent good? Is thirty percent good? What are we kind of looking at there?
0: As far as the open rate on an email, yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Generally, anything fifteen percent is is considered really good. Okay. Uh, So yeah, it's and you know how it is. How many how many emails do you get a day? So it really is hard to get people to open that. So you want to have compelling subject lines. Um, Yeah. There's sub subjects as well where they'll see the subject and then there's a little subject under it that they'll see as well. So you can set those up. Um, but yeah, you really want to, and you can also a lot of the programs will let you experience with A&B tests. So when we when we send out a marketing email, we tell the Infusionsoft program. OK, try it with this subject line and then try it with this subject line and then you can change the content as well and the software will actually test it to a limited number and then deciding. OK, this is the better email. It's got a better open rate. We're going to send this to the rest of your database. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does. That, that makes really good sense. It's it's really educational. I'm learning all kind of new stuff here. This is great.
0: But yeah, just to give you an idea, I just took a quick look at our analytics on our last Sunday land news email. Um, so we had a, uh, sorry, sorry, Justin, bear with me. My screen just uh, blanked out right here. Um, so yeah, we, on that one, we had a 22% open Open rate, which is really good. That's a little bit above normal, but only a two percent click rate. So, twenty-two percent of the people open the email, but only two percent actually saw something on there. Whether it was our blog post or one of our property featured properties that actually clicked on it.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: But the beauty is, you know, you can go in and see who clicked on what, and you know, that way you know, oh, somebody's interested in that property we just featured.
1: Well, let's let's talk a little bit about Instagram and LinkedIn. You know, I've I've got a social media guy that handles all this stuff for me, so I'm personally not very familiar with them. But what's your thoughts on using those? Is it instead of or in addition to, I would imagine, to some of these other platforms?
0: Yeah, definitely in addition to, um, you know, Instagram is now owned by Facebook, so it's super easy to post across both Facebook and Instagram. Um, and you know, Instagram, their demographics are a bit younger than Facebook as well. So if you're trying to reach the younger buyers, that's a, that's a great place. Um, to, you know, when you're out walking a property, take a nice video of some Babylon Brook or something and and put it up there on Instagram. Um, so yeah, that's super easy to do. Another thing is you should use a program like buffer or Hootsuite. Yeah, you know, these are programs where you can take one post and post it across multiple platforms. So, for example, if I want to promote a property, I go into Buffer and I can say, "Okay, put this on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, etc." And one one post will go across all platforms. Um, but yeah, as far as LinkedIn's concerned, like I said earlier, that's really more for those commercial properties or those you know, multi-million dollar you know, luxury ranches or houses, um, and actually we had an interesting story. I know you you, you know Rod Canterbury, he's an RLI member out of Oklahoma, and he contact, contacted us, uh, oh gosh, it was over a year ago, and he had a really unique property. It was a 500-acre Baptist camp in uh, southeast Arkansas, and he's like, how the heck am I going to market this thing, you know, it, it was vacant. So we tried LinkedIn and Facebook, and, and LinkedIn, you know, we targeted uh, people that did like uh, drug rehabs and you know, reverends and ministers and and that type of titles on LinkedIn because you can you know target what their professional title is. And he ended up selling the property through those ads. Um, so that that was a, a, you know an interesting success story off of LinkedIn and using LinkedIn ads.
1: That's a great story. Yeah. I love hearing stuff like that. You know, it's this, this industry is just always changing on, you know, the best way to market our properties. I mean, who would have thought we'd be having this conversation like this, you know, 15 years ago, but it's just, it's crazy how, you know, we can really get these niche buyers and sellers together through these platforms.
0: Yeah. And that's the one thing, you know, Facebook, just like Google, they're always changing their algorithm um so facebook recently changed it where there's now a housing category so you used to be able to get super super targeted i mean you could target you know it, not only the the normal demographics like age and you know location but you could target income you could target you know do they listen to country music do they drive pickup trucks do they like hunting et etc um, so that's changed a little bit recently I, I think it was about two three months ago uh, Facebook started flagging anything that's housing related. Um, so, so anyway, you do need to know how to navigate around that. You're not allowed to target, you know, income levels and that sort of thing any longer if it's a, a housing-related post.
1: Kevin, what can you tell our listeners about retargeting?
0: Yeah, oh, that's a great question. So, I actually wrote a blog post about this uh, specific to Facebook called "Understanding Facebook Pixel." which you can find on our land news section of our website. Um, but basically what that is, uh, well, the pixel is a piece of code you put on your website. So let's say somebody comes and they view one of your properties, uh, Justin, and then they go on Facebook and it basically allows you to serve up that same ad to them. So you're able to track that, okay, they viewed this property on my website. Now here they are on Facebook and Facebook can automatically show them that property again. I mean, that's kind of a, a simple way of explaining it. And same thing on Google. I, I'm sure you've seen it. You Google uh, hardwood floors that you want to install. And then next thing you know, everywhere you go, you're seeing ads about hardwood floors. So that that's because of retargeting. So it's basically, and you can set it. You know, We use Google ads. Um, and we set a limit on it. So somebody views a property on our website um, and then they're on Google, it'll show them that property um, up to three times. You don't wanna do it too much because then it just becomes kind of obtrusive and annoying. Uh, But yeah, so it's basically just a way of showing somebody that content over again.
1: Gotcha, okay, that makes sense. I've definitely seen that happen to myself now that you're talking about it.
0: Yes, Big, big brothers watching.
1: Well, something our listeners may not be aware of, but, but RLI is really involved in the social media channels on Facebook, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, and, and also Instagram. And so I would encourage our listeners to make sure they follow all of the RLI social media posts. Uh, they're constantly adding valuable posts for landowners that land agents can share through their own social media pages to position themselves as experts in the industry.
0: That's a really good point. Um, and yeah, I did have that as a note under content. Is not just creating uh, good content, but sharing good content. So yeah, you know, we follow RLI, uh, the land report. You know, there's a bunch of different uh, things out there that you know, um, for our industry. And yeah, just sharing that content as well is a great idea, Justin. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up.
1: Well, let me ask you this, Kevin. With this stuff always changing just so fast, what do you see... Out there on the horizons, kind of for the future, is there any new websites or new technology or anything you're seeing that can be beneficial to our land agents just right around the corner?
0: Uh, I think the main thing now are virtual tours. Um, I mean, that's that's something that everybody's been talking about is you know getting those drone videos, um, and you know people want to be able to sit at their computer more more often on their phone and say okay. I can see everything i need to know about this property you know it's got the terrace stride or the map right you know map where i can see drill down to all these different levels it's got the drone video um you know even go facebook live when you're walking the property i've I've seen agents doing that now where they're doing virtual property tours um so yeah there's just so much you know in the palm of our hand in our smartphone that we can do to market real estate right now it's unbelievable
1: I'd like to remind all of our RLI members that are listening that they do get exclusive access to the landhub.com offer through RLI's Member Advantage Program. If you are an RLI member, you can log into your member account and go to the map page to see how you can get a free social media analysis and two months of free listings from landhub.com. This offer is guaranteed valid through the end of 2020, for all active RLI members.
0: Uh, thanks, Justin. Yeah, that is a that really is a great deal. It's truly risk free. It's two free months. Um, we'll yeah, we'll take a look at what they're doing, not just on social media, but also at their website. And we put together it's about a fifteen-page document uh, with tips and tricks on how they can improve uh, their website as well as their social media presence. And then um, yeah, all of our plans are month to month. There's no long-term commitments. So if you know if they're not happy for whatever reason you know they're free to go at any time we're not holding anybody uh, hostage for a year or anything like that
1: well thank you for offering that kevin i think that's a, a great asset and a really good tool that our brokers should definitely have in their toolbox is there anything else that you have you'd like to share with us here in wrapping up either towards you know social media marketing itself or anything that you're seeing in the, the land brokerage industry
0: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we've added staff, I added two new marketing uh, people this uh, last year. So we've got plenty of staff to help out, not just marketing properties on social media, but we also offer Facebook ads now, um, as well as LinkedIn ads and Instagram. Uh, So yeah, let us know how we can help. Just give us a call 800-452-6348. We're available anytime to answer questions.
1: Well, thank you for joining us today, Kevin. We really appreciate you sharing your expertise. For anyone interested in taking advantage of Landhub's exclusive offer, make sure to visit RLI's Member Advantage Program page. Also, don't forget to follow and share posts from RLI's social media pages to help build yourself up as an expert in your market.